Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Parlous. Full of danger or risk. This is a... It says it's a synonym and a derivative of perilous. Um, but it's uh, by far not the preferred synonym. Perilous is used much more often. So I, I wrote a whole bunch of notes for Parlous and kind of settled on like making a different version of an existing game. <laughs> so I'm just going to read what I wrote and where I kind of went with this because I, I bounced around thinking this is so general and I always get stuck on something so general because I don't have anything pushing me that I need that second that second thing to push me to say, you know, Parlous is also, you know, a scoring system, something along those lines. So I wrote from a game side, from a gameplay side, I associate risk with the unknown, usually via randomness, like a scary die roll, for example, or a deck of cards that have good and bad items in there, or a you know a one versus many or a GM DM based game where somebody is sitting on like hidden scenario content that nobody else knows about, and they set up the conflict, and the players just simply have to you know, walk right into it. I started to look deeper into what causes danger or risk as well, just to see if that spurred anything. And I wrote danger is essentially a threat that you're not equipped to stop. So if you're walking and a wild beast comes up to you, it's dangerous unless you are covered in armor and have a tool or weapon that could stop it or prevent it. In that case, being unequipped would be parlous. And then the second note is not having the skills to handle a situation. So you're walking, and a big boulder comes rolling at you. You could have equipment, like a suit of armor that could help, or you know, a vehicle or something along those lines. But instead of equipment, you could have skills. You could run really fast and get out of the way. But if you're not skilled in running, then you would be in that parlous scenario. So that's where I was thinking, and I just, I still never got anything with that. You know, you have a character that's stripped of their skills and their equipment, and they're thrown into a situation. Obviously, that is a scenario that could that could absolutely work. But I never got any further into it. So I started to think of a game, I also didn't get any further into this, that was that doesn't have danger, and see how you could inject danger into it. So like a puzzle building game or something like Carcassonne where you're doing a tile laying map game that doesn't generally have danger, but if some of those tiles were very much very dangerous, then you'd, you'd run some problems and you'd, you'd start to inject it into it. So let's say you flip the tile and in Carcassonne, the base game, all of them are good. You know, you're building upon areas and there is risk and I start to build here and somebody goes around it. But there's no like deep, deep risk and, and danger in the in the, you know in the actions and things like that. So let's say one of them had something that was really terrible, but the requirement on that was you had to attach it to something that you were building. Um, that starts to make things dangerous, and you got to work around it, and maybe build on top of it, or things along those lines. I didn't get any further into that either because I did get hooked on something that we were talking about. We have a um, a button shy slack where basically all the designers, some artists and people that help development and things like that 
are all just talking about games and things like that. And big discussion this week was uh, Fireball Island on Kickstarter and the act of taking a large game and breaking it down to a small game, which is something we've tried to do intentionally in some cases, sometimes as a, as a almost as a challenge. Sometimes just it's part of a designer's you know goals as they just they, they like this game and they want something smaller so we talked about making fireball island in just 18 cards someone said bring your own marble which is great but even with cards the marbles are still just there's nothing to guide them wherever they're going so i started to think about it deeper with cards only and how you would how you would do it so i'm just going to kind of read my my thoughts on this as a and i i thought more cards only than just 18 cards because i feel like you're going to run out quickly but the cards only, and instead of Fireball Island, uh, let's just say Volca- Volcano Island is the volcano is erupting. You need to get off the island, survive, right? Survive was a volcano erupting, I think, or the island erupting. So my thought was a uh, real space game, and space meaning table space. The table is your island, and you're all trying to escape. If it's a round or a square table, you just set it in the center, and you got to get to the edge. Um, but if it's a, uh, long table, you would maybe just set, you have to get to the long edges and not the short edges. Um, so what I thought was starting in the center, or you'd, if with a long table, you probably want to get to one edge or maybe even with the round ones. But for example, uh, you're all trying to escape starting in the center. You'll use your path cards to move away from the volcanic center. You'll use obstruction cards as well to protect yourself on the way out. So if you knock down a tree behind you, you would um, put a card that's a knockdown tree, and that could direct, uh, it could shift the direction of incoming flames that are coming at you. When it comes time to unleash the terror on the island, you'll take a volcano card and give it a spin. So I imagine, like, you pick up a card, a foot off the table, and do a little twirl with it. You, you just spin it. It's going to flop down, and eventually there's an arrow on it that's going to face in one direction. What I thought was the arrow would also have like guiding lines like lines that go from the center to the edge creating a range that's under a threat so if you just imagine this area on the card that's like a cone shaped range going off of the card now that range is going to set the direction and the space that is under threat so anything within that range so let's say um i want to read i'm just kind of saying i should be reading a little bit more of this um Okay, so the cards will dictate the path of the flames. And I thought of there should be an initiative system where each card has a number. So my tree that I knocked down has a number on it. Let's say it's a 12. My character has a number on it. Let's say it's a 1. And the crate that you knocked down over there on the other side, not knocked down, the crate that you you know placed as, a, as protection has a 5. So we got a 12, the tree, the 5 crate, and me as a 1. All th- let's say all three of them are in range, the flames are going to go towards the lowest number. They're going to magnet towards the uh, the lightest threat or whatever. So the flames are going to go towards me, the number one. But let's say only the tree and the crate are in the range. It's going to go to the crate because it was a five and the tree was a 12. Anything that's hit is destroyed. So if it hits that crate, bam, it's gone. So the next one that comes down is either going to hit the 12 or hit my character depending on where it's, you know, if it's going in that direction. But let's say um, anything of his is destroyed, but some of them have counter effects. Like something that's like 
easy to place like a crate. It's a five. It's a low cost for however the system works. It might also have a downside where it, and this could also be good, where it pushes the flames in another direction. So it hits the crate, and then the flames keep going, and it, maybe that's going to now go towards my character, or it's going to go towards that tree, and it's going to knock that down. So I imagine some chaining going uh, into effect. Uh, also, some player interaction in the way that you're going to position things towards your, your opponents as they're trying to work their way down the island, and uh, the flames as well. I said the flames could also have a threshold where you know it takes so many points of of uh, impact before it dies out, or maybe it takes a hit, flips over, and takes another hit, and then it's done. So it just keeps it going and keeps it so you're not just blocking it and then you know working your way down. It should all you know interact in in a good way. Um, that's it. That's pretty much where I went with it. Uh, I think that's a way to do it in just cards. And it's got that little, like, spinny, flippy thing, which is sort of dexterity. And I know dexterity can um, turn some people off. Um, sometimes it's just simply the, like, questionable nature of it. Like, did you give that a full spin? You know, did that spin enough? Or did you just throw it towards, you know, so it, the arrow went towards my character and things like that. I think that's, like, the deep, deep problem of dexterity for some people. It's just that it's... It's not as cut and dry as I rolled a die and it said this number, um, or I draw a card and it said this direction. Um, but in trying to reduce the components, I went with the spinny thing. It's one card. Spin it and toss it. And that's it. That's, that's where I had to kind of give myself a second challenge on this one because it was hard. So I'm curious if you can come up with something for, uh, uh, I couldn't even say, parlous, parlous full of danger or risk so thanks for joining me in another week of design diary we've got um dave chalker up this weekend dave chalker is a designer that i've followed for years um with his initial game get bit and uh, all the way through working with him at button shy on a game called that snow moon so it was great to talk to him he's up this weekend we had a good chat and uh i'm gonna head over to pax to try to sell a few more games all right i'll see you thanks 